this is the Cantaholos podcast, Food for the Journey, Season 2, Episode 4. Setting you up for success, Part 4, People. Hi, I'm Michael and welcome back to the Cantaholos podcast. So we're into Part 4 out of 5 on setting you up for success, whatever you want that to be. What can we do about that? It's all about today, it's about people. So I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsor for season two, the Masterclass Sessions. So the next Masterclass is coming up in February with Cheryl Chapman. And Cheryl Chapman will be helping you to understand your why, why do you do what you do, and then how to articulate that and get that across in your business message with your people. So I've signed up to it, looking forward to it. I think she's going to be brilliant. And if you click on the link in the show notes, you can take yourself to uh, the page where you can book your ticket. So I love people. It's strange. The more I find out about people, including the good and bad and what we're all capable of, the more I love them. It's so interesting. You know, it's not, it doesn't, the bad never takes away from the good. It's more like I just understand us and people more and more. And so this is a topic very close to my heart. So whatever that success looks like for you and that you're wanting, we've looked at how having a purpose can help with that, with the drive, the passion, how you tap into that passion and people, they're one of my passions. And then how you set up processes, remember those, and performances so that you put in the results, you get the results that you want. So I want to introduce this first today. Whichever success you want and however it's going to manifest for you is it's going to involve other people and it's hopefully going to benefit other people and you'll be able to share it with other people. There's 7 billion people in the world. It's me and you and another 6.99, whatever that is. (laughs) Billion people. That's a lot of people. Apparently it's going to go up to eight and then 10 maybe in our lifetimes. So whether you like people or not, you have, you know, you think I'm a people person or not. We can't deny that there's not 200 or 300 of us in a big planet. There's lots. So you're going to come into interactions with people online and offline every day for the rest of your life. And being able to handle that is a very, very important and, in my opinion, very overlooked aspect of success. We think I'm just going to do this and I'm going to do these things and it's going to be great. Yeah, but you're going to do those things as and with and through other people. So the first thing, um, I've got some self-reflection questions that I think would be really helpful for you to ask yourself. I ask myself these regularly and just tap into because what this might do is help you to expand what your success will be and it can help, it can make an impact with other people. So here's a nice first one. The first one is, who are the people that you're going to share your success with? So you've made all your money or you've got your body the way you want it or you've sold your company or you've got some product launched. That's fantastic. Who are you going to have a party with? Who are you going to see that weekend, right? Who are those people? You know, Who are you going to share that with? Is it going to be on your own? I doubt it. It's probably going to be with family. It's going to be with friends. It's going to be with a partner. It's going to be with children. might be with clients. You know, Think about who those people are. Most of us don't really want to be happy and successful all on our own for the rest of our lives. We want to be with the ones that we love. And a lot of people tell me that that's how they define success, spending time with a loved one. So who are those people? Who are your people that you're going to share that success with? The second thing is, who is going to benefit from your successes? So you create a product or you create a community or you have a service or whatever it is that you do or how you offer value into the world. Who's going to benefit from that? Have you thought about that? An easy one if you're a parent uh, is, well, it's your children, but then it's their children and it's their children. It's our world. So the value if you're a parent is absolutely massive, by the way. But who's going to benefit from your successes? Just let that sink in. Is it going to change a sector? 
Is it going to empower a certain group of people? You know, what's it going to do for the world? Who's going to benefit from it as well as you? Because this is how value works, isn't it? You give something that's of value to somebody else who's not you and they reward you for that. The next one is, what's your success adding up to? That's a really interesting question. So I'll give you my example. I've done quite a few different things so far in my life and I've got some skills and I've got some successes and I'm very proud of them, but I don't look back and, you know, look at them saying, look at me. I more think they're things that I can still do or be now. So how are they going to add up? So for example, my dramatic skills, my English and speaking skills took me into teaching now into business and, and that's great. I've got martial arts skills that I don't really use anymore, but I've got them in my back pocket. I've got musical skills where I can play instruments. I've got um, picking up language skills. And so I'm, I now think, okay, great. Where are they adding up to? Like what opportunities could they make in the future? That's a really exciting thing. The idea that your success is not isolated moments or years. They could be adding up to a direction upon which you really can't even conceptualize. So for me, five years ago, if you'd said, Mike, you'll have a business and be putting out a podcast, I'd have, I wouldn't have believed you, you know? But the cool thing is all those other successes and things that I've done and the in the years before and have brought me to here. It's a very, very exciting thing. You don't know the true impact that your success now can have on yourself and other people for the future. And that's why it's very, very exciting. There is value to it outside of just yourself. And the last one is, could your success be bigger than you? Is it all about you? It might be. That's okay. That's a good place to start. Nothing wrong with championing your own course or backing yourself as the phrase I learned from Love Island last year is. That's great. It's a good place to start. But it, could it be bigger than you? Could it be leaving something behind? People talk about legacy. They say, how am I going to leave the world in a better place than I found it? That's a really cool thing to think about. So those are some self-reflection questions that can hopefully help you to understand that the impact that your success will have is going to affect other people, hopefully a positive way. Um, and it's really nice because sometimes people don't understand by helping yourself, you can help others. And by helping others, you can help yourself. Give an example. Ed Sheeran, fantastic musician, says he doesn't write songs for other people. He writes them for himself and he knows they're good. But paradoxically, by doing that, they resonate with people around the world. So it's the same kind of thing. If you're helping yourself, setting yourself up for success, it's not selfish. You're getting some great stuff that you can maybe help somebody else with. That's a nice way of thinking about it. The next thing is I want to suggest that you have this kind of people resource. I didn't know what to call this really. It's a resource, I guess, to call upon um, in your toolkit for the rest of your life. Um, if you've already got this set up, great. If you haven't, I would suggest putting it in place definitely over the next few weeks. And it's this, your support team. I talk about this all the time when I'm training people, whether it's mental health, whether it's business, mentoring people. I say, you need people to support you. But then a lot of people agree and they go, yeah, but who and how many people and what should I get? I always come back to three. So you're setting yourself up for success, yeah? The three people that should be on your team. The first is a medical professional. So important. I'm not a doctor. I've said it before. I'm not a doctor. I don't try to be. But we need doctors. We need surgeries. We need nurses. We need these medical professionals that know the body, they know the mind, and they can help us. So you break your leg, you need to go to hospital. You might need some mental health medication. doesn't matter what it is. The point is you need to have to go to somebody or a place where they can give you that professional help and advice and support. So a medical professional is very, very important. Whether that be a GP, a doctor, could be a physio. I have a fantastic physio. But somebody who's medically qualified is a really, really important one to have in your, in your team. 
The second person is somebody who you can go to for just some support. You just go to them and you can have a moan and you can tell them how you really are in private. You know it's confidential and they just love you and trust you just as you are. You know, and you say, oh, this happened, I feel like this. We all need those people, right? I need that person. Everyone needs those people. And you probably are that person for somebody else. So somebody you can go to and they're not going to try and fix your problems. They're not going to try and take action for you or solve it. They're just going to be like, yeah, I hear you. I'm here for you. Do you want to talk about it? They give you a hug or a cuddle. You know, so having that support is very, very important. And then the last person is somebody to go to for accountability. Now, accountability is essential, especially in business. Think about it. If you didn't have deadlines and prices, the whole thing would just fall down. People would do whatever they want, whenever they wanted. So having people to hold you to account is a very powerful thing. And you'll see all sorts of coaches and people. And one of the biggest values that they offer is they will hold you to account. They'll say, you said you were going to do this and you haven't done it. Why haven't you done this? Or we've got this thing coming up and you need to be accountable for these reasons. Now, what I suggest, personal advice, just piece of advice, is I would go to a separate person for support to who I go to for accountability. In my experience, if I've gone to you know somebody for support and they've tried to encourage me and give me accountability, that's not what I wanted. Or if I've gone for accountability and some criticism and help and they've just gone, no, oh, I'm sure you're trying your best. Well, that wasn't what I wanted either. If we have one person who offers both, sometimes they can get mixed messages and they don't quite understand how best to support us. So, I mean, you can have that person if, say, it's a partner, but make sure they know what you're wanting from them. Do you just want a bit of a chat or are you wanting some constructive feedback, you know? So I would personally suggest having three separate people, but you do what's best for you. But having that resource, that kind of people resource set up is brilliant so that you could ring or contact that person or that institution today to get the support that you need definitely have that in place don't expect yourself to do it all alone you don't have to and nor should you the next thing that i thought would be really helpful it's very interesting isn't it these days with online groups and people talk about tribes and there are all sorts of different ways that people identify and define themselves these days based on all sorts of things political things national things even just interests you know computer games they like or favorite colors or bands but I think that what's helpful is to know about different stages of connection with people. And I'm a big fan of Stephen Covey. If you listen to these podcasts before, you know, I love his stuff. Check him out. It's amazing, man. And he helped me to see this. Now, I don't know if he obviously didn't create this, but he helped it, me to conceptualize, have this concept in my mind of interdependence. And he talked about it in relation to three stages. So if you imagine like a child, a typical child on their journey growing up, they start off being dependent. They depend on parents. They depend on family. They depend on foster parents. They depend on big sister. They depend on somebody to raise them, look after them, keep them safe, keep them healthy, keep them well. And that's a faction of hum humanity, isn't it? We rely on other people. No child is born able to look after themselves from day one. You know, some animals can, we can't. So we all have to be dependent, right? But then he suggests that we should not try and be dependent on people for the rest of our lives we should strive for independence now independence is obviously where you can stand independent from somebody else so as the child grows up starts to make their own decisions you know maybe make some mistakes gets to arguments with the family moves out does their own thing that's all part of independence you know financial independence interestingly some people you know they say to me well emotionally i'm still very dependent on my parents so establishing independence is a necessary thing and for some people, that's as far as it, they take it. And they define themselves 
in relation to their independence from other people and they say, well, I'm a rebel, I'm not like this, or I I do it this way. Um, Fine, there's nothing wrong with this. There's no judgment morally in, in this concept, he suggests. But the one that I'm really interested in and the one where all my work in Catalyst and where this podcast comes from is interdependence. So what he says is, once you've been dependent, as we all have in various ways, and you've created independence, that might be mental independence, you think for yourself. The next stage is to understand that we are all interdependent. We all actually rely on each other and we need each other. Now, some people say, oh, no, we don't. I like to do my own thing and I like to be my own person and I don't even talk to people. I'm very independent. Mm, yeah, to a point, but I'm pretty much sure that when you flush your toilet, right, somebody else or something else takes that away. When you turn on the internet, you didn't create that. Even the food that you eat, yes, you bought it or you might have cooked it, but you didn't make it. And even if you grew it in your garden, it came from somewhere. We are all interdependent in relation to not just humanity, but animals, the planet, our ecosystem. They all work as and for and with each other. And that can be very exciting because we start to understand that we are people through other people, you know. And it's very, very interesting that because as I've started to understand that, I've started to realize this interdependence does not mean we need each other, we're dependent on each other. That's not the thing. It's saying there's a way of us raising up everybody kind of all together, you know, and that other people can be providing things for you. And that's great because you're providing things for other people. And it all adds up into this interdependence. Fascinating example of this is people studied, say, in cities. And just by people living in close proximity together, more ideas get shared, more ideas bounce off each other, and you get breakthroughs. You look at particular moments in history, we've had all sorts of that technological breakthroughs, scientific breakthroughs, all sorts of things. The Enlightenment was an example of that. Similar people, interdependent, talking, thinking together, creating some amazing things. And some amazing things going on right now. So that concept of interdependence, I want you to think about that in relation to your success, you know. How can your success, whatever it is, be with and for other people and vice versa? It's wonderful. We're all linked in together, you know, in a really good way. Final thing is I want to give you just some suggestions, really, in relation to building your people skills. And when I say people skills, right, I just want to keep it simple. The first thing is, you've heard this phrase many times, goes back to ancient Greece, know yourself know thyself. Who are you? What are you all about? What are you not about? Are you the same person you were last year, five years ago, 10 years ago? Do you not know who you are? you got to know yourself, right? If you don't know yourself, you're not going to understand other people and vice versa. So knowing yourself, who are you? It's not an easy question. Knowing yourself, I'd always stick in there, be a friend to yourself, be kind to yourself, back yourself. If you don't, who's going to do it for you, right? So knowing yourself. Knowing your people. So knowing your people could be your team, could be your customers, it could be your family, right? But again, if you just look at it through a business lens for a second, you've got to know yourself, you've got to know your value proposition, you've got to know what who you are, how you bring value to the marketplace, what's your story, what's your brand, you know? But then knowing your people, people talk about this, market research, customers, data, metrics, all that, buying figures and customer trends, that's all about knowing people. But at the end of the day, it's knowing people. Because even, you know, numbers on a chart represent people who've bought from you. So you've got to know yourself, you've got to know your people. And then just look to help both yourself and others. That is very, very simple. Knowing yourself, knowing other people, and then looking to help both yourself and others. The people that do that, they just, they excel. There's a fantastic proverb my dad told me, I think it's an African proverb. It says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy without can do no harm. You know, so if you love yourself, you're happy with who you are, you'll bring that into your relationships with other people, even if they don't agree with you or like you, and and that's okay. 
where people seem to fall down, they tell me, is one of those three. They either don't know themselves well, they don't know other people that well, or you know, other people aren't looking to help them, so they think, why should I help them? I'd say the second one is the one we can all improve, including me, knowing other people, shutting up, listening, asking questions. I personally believe you can never know enough about other people. We only know what they choose to tell us. It's a great privilege when people open up to us. So in relation to people, um, I've got three books that I definitely recommend that you um, that you check out. Because again, we're talking about the success you know, with other people. And I've chosen three for three very important reasons. The first is, um, well, I've got four actually. I'll give you the, 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 the first one. Uh, Gloria Peterson. So Gloria Peterson is an incredible woman. And I was very fortunate to meet her last year. And she's written many, many books. She's an American businesswoman and she's an absolute force. She's amazing. She wrote a book called Seven Steps to Impressive Greetings and Confident Interactions. It's excellent. I'm looking at it right now. It's a brilliant book. And what that will do is will help you to feel confident in your communication with people. Because like we said before, you've got to know yourself, you've got to know the people and look to help people. Well, Gloria can help you with that. She can kind of put it all together. The second one is Karen Armstrong. Well, there's a whole backstory to Karen Armstrong. She basically was a nun who became an atheist and I think went, I think she might still be an atheist, but she she got more interested in God and started writing books about it anyway. She's an incredible writer, very, very good writer. And she wrote a book called 12 Steps to a Compassionate Life. And I think that's so important for us to be able to understand other people and where they come from and how they might be feeling. So compassion is essential, you know. If you look at the word, you know, come like community with and then passion, the, the passions that people go through, to be with that passion with somebody, to understand them. So we want to be able to communicate with them, that's Gloria. We want to be able to understand them and be compassionate towards them and ourselves, that's Karen. The third one is The Art of Loving by Eric Frome. hope I pronounced that right. And he was um, an eminent um, psychoanalyst. And check this out, he said he sees love as the ultimate desire of all human beings. Oh, that's good, isn't it? So it's called The Art of Loving. And what Eric will do is will help you to understand what love is, all the different types of love, the romantic love, platonic love. So we're saying we want to be able to understand how to communicate with people, that's Gloria, how to be compassionate with and for people, that's Karen, the art of loving, understand love and what that means to you and other people, that's Eric. And the fourth one is an interesting one. I'd suggest you read up on all the major religious works, the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud, the Bhagavad Gita, the Tao, all these different religious works, because regardless of your own beliefs or lack of beliefs, they've shaped humanity and culture for thousands of years. And when you're interacting with a lot of people, that is a way to understand them, you know, to know where they come from and those major works. I haven't read them all, read some of them. Very, very good. Very worth reading to understand that second bit, knowing other people, you know. And the final thing I just want to say before we come to the end of another podcast together is don't give up on people. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on other people. I hear so many people, there's even a phrase, hell is other people, and it's meant kind of as a half joke. I used to laugh at it. I don't laugh at it anymore. It's very easy to point a finger. You know, I found it's very, I've done it myself, it's very easy to blame other people. Equally, it's very easy to blame yourself. And I think that success, whatever that looks like for you in the future, people will be a big part of it. So having an optimistic, hopeful inclination, attitude towards people is essential. I'll give you a good quote from Bob Marley love Bob Marley's music and he said all you have to decide in life is who's worth suffering for because people are going to hurt you you know but if they're people you love they're worth suffering for so I, I think you can flip that 
You know, you got to think, who's worth suffering for? Are my family worth suffering for? Is my business worth suffering for? And if the answer is yes, great, because everyone's going to suffer and we're all going to suffer. But if it's worth it, then fine. But also, you could flip it and say, who do I want as part of my success? Because if they're worth suffering for, I want them with me in the good times as well. And you know those people are. Maybe reach out to them today. Tell them. They'd love to hear from you. Right, so the final episode in this first kind of five parts of season two um, next time is going to be we're going to be looking at your potential and bringing it all together just you know how incredible you are as a human being i'm going to give you some some different things i'm going to play some games next time something a bit different for you um and so until we spend some time together again giving you a lot as always just pick one thing you know one thing that's resonated with you and you're going do you know what i like that i'm going to start doing that i'm going to read that book and ask myself that question and the second thing is regardless of any of that just right now just as you are Someone loves you very, very much. Okay, take care and speak soon.